Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Cam Moon and Cody Jansen with you this afternoon on Oilers Now. Before we get to our NHL insider, John Shannon, I have to point out, Cody. I don't know if you've seen the Oilers' Twitter. 17 minutes ago, they posted a picture as we were talking about Zach Hyman, his celebrity uh, classic going on in Toronto. Is a picture of Vander Kane with Shooter McGavin. That's right. We were talking uh, some uh, Happy Gilmore earlier. Amazing picture. That is outstanding. That tops the McLeod picture from earlier. Yeah. Where he had those shades on looking sharp. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. But Shooter McGavin, come on. Oh, meet him on the ninth green at nine tonight. That's right. Secret of the pros. Okay. We go to our NHL insider, John Shannon, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. John Shannon. We've got him on the line. I love it. John, let's talk about that uh, that Flames trade from Friday. Matthew Kachuk going to Florida. Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Weger going to Calgary along with prospect Cole Schwitt and a conditional uh, first-round pick in 2025. When that came down the wire, John, what were your thoughts? Uh, well, initially, I had to make sure that it was uh, not some uh, burner account. So, uh, you know, that's that's the reality of Twitter these days. But... Uh, the moment you, you you saw the assets that the Calgary Flames had acquired and the fact that you had seen a sign-and-trade, I thought we were watching the NBA for a second, Cam, but you saw a sign-and-trade uh, with Matthew signing that uh, eight-year deal with the, the Panthers. Uh, the, the question that jumped out to my mind, are, were we going to have a similar situation for the Flames next summer? with both Uyghur and Huberdeau. Um, based on discussions that we've heard today out of Calgary is that both are willing to discuss long-term contracts with the Flames. So I, I think while it may be too early to decide whether the deal was great for the Flames, it's certainly pointing in the right direction for Calgary. But it does give the Flames an entire season to sell their program, sell their city to those players as being prospective long-term players, does it not? Well, I think it does. Uh, and uh, I don't think it hurts that they're Canadian, uh, that they under, uh, they understand it. You know, the, the, the biggest issue in all of this between both the, uh, the, uh, the Goudreau deal and the Kachuk trade is that, you, you know, so, sometimes you want to go home. Sometimes you want to play in your own country. 
and I think that that in the end was a big part of the decision-making process uh, for both guys. Um, and so, uh, and you saw the passion in, in Brad Terliving's voice and you heard the passion on Friday night uh, when he, he talked about uh, the fact that Calgary is a great place. I, you know, Calgary is a great place uh, and they will do a good job uh, with with convincing Huberdeau and Uyghur. But, you know, I, I will see it when I, and I believe it when they have their names on contracts and that they're there for, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight years. Yeah, John Shannon, NHL Insider, our guest. And I, selfishly, John, I'm, I'm a little bit sad that... Uh, Honestly, that Matthew Kachuk has has left the the Flames. I we talked about it earlier. To have a good rivalry, you need the villain. You need the villain on the other side, of which Matthew Kachuk had played perfectly, as far as getting under the this the skin of the players, the fans, you name it. I, he made the the Battle of Alberta have a little bit more juice to it. So it it certainly it does change the the look of the team, maybe the the feel of the team taking that uh, that grit out of the lineup, doesn't it? Oh, okay. I think we... Uh, look, sounds like it just... You there? Of, there, you're still there? there? You're back. You're back. Did you did you get all that or did you... Yeah. Hear okay. Yeah, no, I, I heard every word. Yeah. Uh, but here here's the thing. Uh, grit? Absolutely. You're right. When it comes to Kachuk versus Huberdeau and even Uyghur. But I'll tell you what, skill, Huberdeau or Kachuk, you know, uh, the, the, the argument could be made that Jonathan Huberdeau is a better skill player than uh, than Matthew Kachuk. So I, I don't think that that's a, I don't think that's a discussion point really in many ways. So for, for, you know, they're they're going to be in a pretty good spot. Yeah, uh, John Shannon, our guest, Brad Tree Living was. Uh, in my estimation, was in a real tight spot. He, he had already lost one top-end player as uh, as UFA, had another say that after one year didn't want to return, and only had a handful of teams that he could be traded to. So to me, that, that makes it really difficult in making a deal. And not only did he make a deal, he made it a pretty good deal, I think, and did it in timely fashion. Uh, your thoughts on what uh, Brad Treliving was up against? I think that of all the storylines Friday night, that was the most positive for the Flames, is that Brad was able really to uh, to turn a desperate situation. Uh, you know, the, the stories were out. Kachuk was going to be traded. He wanted out. Uh, he, would, he would not sign his extension at any point during the next year. So either get rid of him now or wait, risk losing him uh, to free agency next summer or or at the deadline um, and what Brad was able to do was was use the leverage that he had between obviously a couple of teams if not more uh, to suggest to uh, listen if you want Matthew Kachuk if you were you think you're that close to win whether it be in St. Louis whether it be in Florida uh, that you had that opportunity then then go for it and and so he was I, I obviously was able to play a game of poker uh, with Billy Zito to get uh, two quality players um, and two quality players when you consider they'd already lost two players and one of them he had no control in, in getting anything back for Goudreau. So there, there's, listen, in my mind, 
If somebody t told me that in the end of the regular season in April of 2023 that the Calgary Flames will be close to the top of the Pacific Division, I'll still believe them. They have a better defense today. They still have Jacob Markstrom in goal and Jonathan Huberto to replace Johnny Goodrow's uh, situation. Yeah. They have, are they down a center? Yeah, they're down a center, but they're still a pretty good hockey team. No, I agree. John Shannon, our NHL insider, our guest. On the Oilers' side, uh, I know Kyler Yamamoto, Yasa uh, Pugliarvi still uh, RFA status. Both can go to arbitration. Are you, I know it's July, so I, things can slow down a bit, but uh, have you heard anything on those fronts? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm actually, Cam, the only thing I will say, and I think I've said it with Bob before, I'm, I'm, I am surprised now that yes, he's still a, an oiler. Uh, I, I think we all expected Pugliarvi to move either uh, as something on the draft floor or something uh, to, to open some cap space for free agency. Um, you know, I, I, th it's something that you talk to people in the organization and around the organization. Uh, I think that they very quietly are surprised that he's still there. Um, and I, 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 I still think at some point this summer we're going to see Pilyarvi moved somehow. He might be more valuable uh, when he's uh, under a, you know, a, a, a little different contract, a better contract uh, as an asset. And then I think Yamamoto is just a matter of time and he'll be an Edmonton oiler for a few years. Yeah, yeah, I always think so. I, I, without inside knowledge, just from the outside looking in, I, I would think it's just a situation where you haven't been offered anything that you think is fair and you're willing to wait it out until you are, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, 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 and here's the thing, this is a, this is a different summer cam this is such a dis different summer um you know there are still teams over the cap there are still teams that are are not in panic mode but are still thinking that they need a couple of different pieces to be that much better um and 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 that goes across the board uh and and so and and then there's going to be those teams that 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 look and say okay um, we're one player away from getting to the Stanley Cup final, so how how do we how do we find a way to get that? And 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 I still think that there were you know just like last week, you know we're going to see signs and trades all summer long. They're just going to come because you know whether it's guy. Oh, we might have lost him there. Just because oh, of the cap. Back. There you are. Sorry, we had lost you for a bit, uh, John. <laughs> but you're back, NHL insider John Shannon. And, and I know we, we talk NHL, you know, 365 days a year around here, but I did want to get your thoughts on the, the Toronto Blue Jays after the All-Star break, roll into Boston and, and then roll up the Red Sox. <laughs> Something fierce. Wow. Like, that. you know, they had the, the big one Friday night where they put up the huge numbers, but still just found ways to win yeah. over the Red Sox. And, and, you know, coming out of the break, looked like they got it going in the right direction here. Well, it makes you wonder, you know, what did Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins know about Charlie Montoyo that you and I didn't know? 
Yeah. Uh, because this is this is a gr pretty good uh, turnaround with John Schneider as the manager. The players seem to be happier with what's gone on. Um, they've got some, you know, they've got some quality pitching out of some key guys. Uh, they've taken the pressure off Jordan Romano with Simber being able to close a couple of games. And the other thing is, um, you know, the Boston Red Sox have nine regulars on the uh, on the IL on the injured list nine and it, it, I, I i thought for a moment on friday and even yesterday with some of the mistakes they were making when we were watching Pawtucket, we weren't watching the red sox um so they because they were it was i mean i cannot imagine being a red sox fan this last weekend because that's the second weekend in a row that a team has put 24 25 26 or 27 runs against them that's scary bad I was just waiting for position players to be pitching. That's what I was waiting in that game for. <laughs> you know, you're actually you were probably waiting to be called up. That's what you're. I know you're an all-ball player from way back. You you wanted your chance, man. Well, I I could serve up uh, you know great big meatballs like that too. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Shannon, our guest. John and uh, John, it was uh, it was in 1980 on this date that Caddyshack was released. We talked about it earlier in the show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, about the the legacy that is Caddyshack and Cody, even at his you know uh, young age, still could appreciate the movie. Do you remember when Caddyshack came out? Uh, oh, sure, uh, uh, absolutely. Not only not only the movie, but the soundtrack. Yes. How good was the soundtrack? It was outstanding. That, that was a great soundtrack. Uh, um, you, you know and. Uh, I, I think my favorite line in there was, and I think it was in Caddyshack, was Bill Murray talking about, uh, uh, or the, the minister when he was out playing, tr trying to hit his one iron. Even well, God couldn't hit a one iron. But The llama, um, big hitter, the llama. I mean, so, <laughs> yeah, th th that's right. No, it was great. Uh, that, was a, that was Bill Murray's real breakout movie when you think about his time at Saturday Night Live and then Bill and the Gopher. It was yep. pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good stuff. Then... Uh, stripes the next year for for bill murray and and he was i mean it was it was a meteoric rise i thought after that after saturday night live for sure uh, john always a pleasure thanks for joining us today all right can we give me some heads up on the movie stuff i'll be more prepared you know, oh. I, you know Stoffer Stoffer's always got me being the chief medical officer of the National Hockey League, chief legal officer of the National Hockey League. You know, every once in a while he throws me something about Led Zeppelin or some music thing Ooh. from the 70s and better at moving. Okay, well, yeah, I could well, use the, I could use a little bit of a push. Okay. Wednesday, give me the movies. Give, give me some movie stuff. Okay. Okay, Wednesday we'll have some movie stuff for you. I promise. I'll give you the heads up too. <laughs> well, that's because Stoffer, I know you find it hard to believe, but when Bob and I go on the air, we don't prep. I know you find that hard to believe. 
<laughs> wow, you pull it off with such, you know, just absolute perfection. Yeah. Yeah, you know what that means. That's <laughs> right on. Thanks, John. <laughs> All, All right, right, Cam, have a great day. Okay, our NHL insider, John Shannon, that was for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling. 149 in Edmonton. Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online to royalpizza.ca or you can download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Cody likes the Hawaiian with some jalapenos. And, I, you know, this week, I, I think that's in order for me. I think I'm going to do that. I'll be talking to my good friends at Royal Pizza. Wise man. Yeah, well, that's, hey, Cody, you don't steer me wrong that much, I know. You know. You know. He knows over there. He's not that old, but he's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of experience and a lot of wisdom on the other side of the glass. We're going to take a break. We come back this day in Oilers history. You're listening to Oilers Now on 630 Chad. Cam Moon and Cody Jansen with you this afternoon on Oilers Now, right here on 630 Chad. Keeping our eye on that Ashley Fine Floors text line. Cody, it's been busy. I love it. Uh, there was, um, what do we got here? What was the one that I saw that I, I'd enjoyed? Oh, they had, uh, Don Jackson, one of my favorite all-time Oilers. This is from the Don. He left it on the ice every shift. See, oh, he'd like to see if we can get him on as a guest. All right, well, we will try to track down Don Jackson. I don't know where he lives, but... But we might be able to, I'm, we, I'm, we know enough people that would know. Just a challenge for the week, yeah, accepted. I like the, I like the challenge for the week. Also, uh, hey boys, how about some love for Roxanne with Steve Martin and Daryl Hannah. Good movie filmed in Nelson, B.C. That it was. It was uh, very picturesque. It made me think that Nelson must be this wonderful place, which, as it turns out, it is. So we like that. Absolutely. All right. Uh, this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. This October, travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Cabot Links in Nova Scotia for five days of golf at the number 10 golf course in the world. Details at newwesttravel.com. Well, as we talked about earlier, it's July 25th, but we got a few birthdays from, from some former Oilers here. Uh, 1989, Luke Gazdick, 1987, Richard Bachman, and uh, 1981, Yanni Rita. That's right. 13th overall, Yanni Rita was. Was that 99 draft, I think? In the Richard Bachman, when you and I were talking about this earlier, I had totally forgot that he played with the Oilers. Great style, though. Like, yeah. his his style game, probably a 9.5 out of 10, always had sharp-looking gear. I can appreciate that. I think that's important. If you don't, if you don't look good, how are you going to feel good? And if you don't feel good, how are you going to stop the puck? Style over performance. That was yeah. my life motto. Because <laughs> Bachman, it was just a brief time in Edmonton. What was it? Three games in 13-14 and then six games in 14-15. So it wasn't like he was, it was up with the Oilers for quite a while. Played a lot of games in Oklahoma City, uh, in the Oilers system at that time. But yeah, I just those games, I, I was pretty busy at the time and, and thus probably never saw a game that he played in. So, but remember Luke Gazdick, we do that, hey? 
mean, he could throw them pretty good. Awesome storyteller as well. Yeah, yeah. That's another guy. We could track him down maybe this week. That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But right now, the challenge is on, and uh, Don Jackson is the challenge. So we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna see if we can do that. I'll have to uh, definitely call up people that would have ideas as far as that goes. So yes, uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line. It has been busy. It has been outstanding. We've been talking. Uh, the Flames trade uh, on Friday with uh, Jonathan Huberdeau, Mackenzie Weger coming to the Calgary Flames, Matthew Kachuk getting signed by the Flames eight years and then traded, which isn't something that uh, is normal in the National Hockey League, but something that happened on Friday. Uh, Dr. Randy Gregg, great to have him on and, and tell some stories about uh, the, the Oilers in the 80s and, and, of course, going to the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame. I know John also mentioned, you know, the Flames are down a center, but you also have to assume as long as he can get healthy, maybe Sean Monaghan comes back and, and yeah. fills that role. Again, there's a lot of uncertainties there. He's only got one more year left in his deal, but from the center position, they do add right there. Yes, yes. So that And that's, that's another one of those things for the Flames that is a wait and see as far as Sean Monaghan and his health going into next season so yeah that's uh, absolutely uh, all part of it too so yeah great to have john on and we we did we we kind of ambushed him with the the caddyshack thing and we'll give him we'll we'll find something movie related for wednesday that we can like give him the heads up and uh and he'll be uh, better prepared for it so don jackson's actually coaching in munich germany so there we go maybe that's our ties Again, we'll talk yeah. to some investigators and uh, maybe be able to link up with them. Yeah, I know the uh, the the European, like the players, the leagues, those start earlier. So those guys go back to Europe usually around now or, or soon thereafter. So we might be able to catch him before he has to go back unless he lives there all year. I mean, he's been coaching there since 2004 in Europe, so I'd assume he's got some sort of home in that way. Yeah, you'd think so, but yeah, who knows? A lot of those guys come back for the summer. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to see what we can do. That is, uh, that's something that we're going to endeavor to do. Get us Don Jackson. All right. Uh, tonight on 6.30, Chet, Inside Sports with... With Reed Wilkins, he's got Pat Steinberg from uh, Flames Radio, Jed Roberts as well to talk some CFL and Edmonton Elks. And tomorrow, you've got Cam Moon, myself, along with Cody Jansen, and we've got our guests are going to include tomorrow Mark Spector for Horse Racing Alberta, Matt Fraser, former Edmonton Oiler, he plays in Europe, I believe he's in Austria, and we got Randy Moeller, the TV color analyst for the Florida Panthers. So we'll have a, a solid show tomorrow afternoon. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jaylen Nye. We'll see you tomorrow. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.